Hi, welcome to Colonial Williamsburg, past and present on History.org. This is Behind the Scenes, where you meet the people who work here. That's my job. I'm Lloyd Dobbins, and mostly I ask questions. This time I'm asking Gina DeAngelis, who is author of Colonial Williamsburg's interactive evening program, The Gunpowder Plot. What is The Gunpowder Plot? The, the script that I wrote is about what's more commonly called the gunpowder incident. Mm-hmm. I think they chose to use the word plot because it was shorter and easier to understand and to fit in the program. But the gunpowder incident occurred in the spring of 1775 in Williamsburg, Virginia. And it was when uh, the royal governor of Virginia, Lord Dunmore, decided that the, the situation among the colonists in the capital was a little too explosive and uh, that he would prefer if the gunpowder stored in the, in the magazine which is a building, not a periodical in this case, um, should be removed somewhere so that if the colonists decided to get upset, they couldn't use it to cause any damage to the king's property. Or shoot him. Or shoot him. And he was well within his rights to move it, but there was uh, it, the situation kind of backfired and there was a giant uproar. The general view of the colonists was that that was their powder and it was, uh, it was there for them to defend themselves from tyranny or Indian attacks, which of course didn't happen very often in Williamsburg in that time period (laughs) anymore. Um, So there was a big uproar and uh, riots in the streets and so forth. I have heard uh, that it was sailors who came, British sailors or British Marines, and I've never bothered to find out, or does it make any difference? There's a great deal of controversy among historians over who exactly came and took the powder. The historians that were advising us and reviewing the script didn't really seem to agree. So what we ended up doing in the script was having a, um, a marine sergeant and the rest were sailors. So uh, Because the ship that we know what ship they came from and that ship did not carry Royal Marines. Of necessity it would be Sailors, probably. Sailors. Okay, so yeah, you could work it out that way, and it just doesn't matter. And this was well before there was any concept of declaring the colonies independent. Uh, The colonists in Williamsburg still considered themselves very much British citizens, or Englishmen. As people are watching the presentation of the gunpowder plot for which you wrote the script, afterward, what are they curious about? A lot of things because they're not just watching a presentation, and that's one of the things that's different about this program. Um, Well, all of Colonial uh, Williamsburg's programs, actually, but in this one, they particularly wanted to continue the interactive nature of Revolutionary City, which is the the morning and afternoon program, and they call this Revolutionary City After Dark. So... Sun's down. Yeah. Um, So it's an interactive program where the audience participates from the very beginning, Whoever, whichever um, set of interpreters or actors is in front of the audience, that's the role the audience takes on. So when the program begins and you're being ordered by um, Governor Dunmore's lieutenant to go to the magazine and remove the powder, you are considered to be British sailors, the audiences, and they participate by pulling the wagon and helping to load the barrels and what have you. When they get to the magazine and they run into some American patriots who were guarding the magazine, because they anticipated that Dunmore may want to remove the powder, Um, then you become American colonists and so forth. So they're not really watching the presentation as much as participating in 
in it, either as a group or as individuals. But your question was, what are they curious about at the end of the program? Mm -hmm. Mostly they want to know, were the characters that we saw real? And if they were, what happened to them? I don't want to give too much away, but there's a gunshot towards the end of the program. And they ask a lot of questions um, because of the way the, the script was structured. We tried to get the voices of as many Americans as we could. So they do ask a lot of questions about African-American involvement and uh, what did this mean to the enslaved population of Williamsburg, which was about half of the population of the town at the time. I remember the taking. I remember the, the paying to get everybody calmed down. I don't know whether the powder ever got back to the magazine or not. I don't think it did. Governor Dunmore eventually left the palace later that year and never returned. And I know that at some point they did break in and get, you know, several hundred muskets and some other arms and equipage out of there at the start of the revolution. I should think, yes that he would have put it on a ship if he had had sailors or marines or whomever come and steal it. They They did. They brought it to the ship. I don't know if they kept it there. That ship was anchored in the James River for some time. It was there as basically as backup if he needed to call um, troops in. to. But there were only about 10 or 15 troops. I mean, he did not have access to the... And that's one of the reasons he eventually fled Williamsburg and lived on a warship. He just didn't have the protection available to him if the populace decided to rise up, which they did. Yes, they did. But paying for the gunpowder might have made the colonists feel morally superior, but it wouldn't have done anything for arming them because the only gunpowder for sale was in Britain. Well, it wasn't that the residents were seeking the gunpowder to use it. Mm -hmm. It was a moral issue. It was an issue of, you don't have the right to take this powder, it belongs to us. It doesn't belong to the crown, which was not true. Um, and he was within his rights to remove it, but that's not the way the residents saw it. Yeah, but money doesn't do you any good when you're trying to load your musket. <laughs> it's true. I don't think that they were um, really anticipating needing it just yet. This was spring of 75, and they were forming independent companies because the laws had been allowed to lapse that controlled militia units. And people felt that if they couldn't continue, you know, if those laws weren't in place, well, then they'd form independent companies, meaning independent of the government. Mm -hmm. And that's what they started doing in the fall of 75, when, um, and that's when Dunmore started to get really worried because they could get their hands on gunpowder. There was stuff going on in other colonies at the same time. For example, at the time of the powder being removed from the magazine in Williamsburg, Lexington and Concord had already happened, but news had not reached Williamsburg yet. And that's one of the issues that inflamed the situation was they were up in arms over the powder being removed, and then two days later or several days later they learned what had happened in Massachusetts, which was incidentally the exact same thing that Dunmore was doing here. Only General Gage, who was the governor of Massachusetts, um, was a little more heavy-handed about it, and he had more troops. So when he went around trying to take the powder from the colonists, they were ready for him. So if we'd been ready for him here in Williamsburg, Lexington and Concord may be called Williamsburg instead. You know, it may have happened here. Yeah, but the uh, Gage was, uh, he, he didn't have like 15 guys. He marched. No, he had several hundred, yes. <laughs> he, he marched a big group yes. uh, off to get the gun. Actually, there were 
gunpowder plots, to use your title, uh, up and down the coast. They, there were a lot of places where the royal governor mm -hmm. really didn't want the colonists to have their hands on a lot of gunpowder. Well, it was partly due to, a, a, I think what they call it, is a governor's circular, which came from London via the West Indies, that the royal governors of the colonies in North America were supposed to prevent gunpowder from new gunpowder shipments from falling into the hands of the colonists. They were not told to go and take the powder that was already here. But what General Gage and Governor Dunmore did was decide, well, you know, it's really kind of risky. I don't think we should, you know, they didn't tell us to go and take the powder, but I think that's probably wise under the circumstances. So that's, that's when Gage went to get it and the people were waiting for him because there, there were rumors flying for weeks that he was going to do it, as there were in Virginia. Dunmore here managed to achieve some sense of surprise so that there was nobody there when he went to get the powder. And so people were up in arms later, but they couldn't really do anything about it by that point because it was gone. Too late at that point. So it's the whole, the whole script. The pur purpose of the script was to get at the mob action, the, the community action um, that happened on the eve of the revolution. Okay. Uh, in your script, you were telling me that uh, interactive. So first, the part of the audience is uh, the sailors getting this, and, and then they're the townspeople being angry. And then, so all of it is meant to get you involved in oh, yeah. one way. And they do get riled up. <laughs> do they, they do get riled up by the and plus they've seen they've seen revolutionary city programs most of them during the day so they kind of know it's going to end up with a big shouting match at the end. Actually I've seen several portions of revolutionary city and the guests here really do get into it. Yes they do. They I mean when it comes time to yell and scream they're all up for yelling and screaming. Well um, and it's kind of remarkable if you think about it. That's the big advantage of, of having face-to-face -face living history. The whole point is to participate, which is the whole point of the American Revolution. That's Colonial Williamsburg, past and present this time. Visit history.org to learn more about evening programs. Check back often. We'll post more for you to download and hear.